Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of A Kitchen Table Moment. I'm Emma. And I'm Aaliyah. And we decided this week for our episode we do something a lot more fun and get on the ever-popular, controversial, unpopular opinion train. Yes, so today we're going to be sharing all of our controversial opinions or what we think are controversial and, you know, hopefully people don't cancel us. We'll see. <laughs> so we decided to go about this by breaking it down into categories. The first one being food, which I think we might have had the most opinions on. So yes, we definitely have the most controversial opinions about food. And I just feel like food is just so important. We should have all these opinions about it. Now, my first opinion is one that Aaliyah hates, and it's that I don't like grilled cheese. That hurts me because grilled cheese is one of my favorite foods. Like, besides tacos, grilled cheese is my favorite food. It's just, like, it's just cheese and bread. I know. What more could you want? Some good cheese, some good bread with the butter. You could even, like, spice it up and add some, like, spinach if you want. You know, like, you can make it fancy, but, like, just a good classic grilled cheese. Oh, my God. That sounded even worse when you said add spinach to it. I hate cooked spinach. (laughs) Okay, my first controversial opinion is that bell peppers are disgusting. Not only is the taste disgusting, but also the texture. I'm a big texture person. Half the things I can't eat, I can't eat them because of the texture, not necessarily the taste. It's very weird. Anyways, but I just hate the texture of bell peppers, especially when you cook them and then the skin is all slimy in your mouth. And I'm gagging just thinking about it. Yeah, I can't do texture either. That's why I say I don't like raw tomatoes. I don't know, they're slimy. That makes me sad, but I can I can see it. I mean, like, I can respect it. Like, I disagree, but I respect it. Also, can't do eggplant because it's mushy. Yeah, I don't really like the taste or the texture of eggplant. Yeah, not my thing. Chain-wise, Starbucks overrated. Yeah, I agree. See, I like Starbucks, and I will get it kind, kind of regularly because I think the employees are nice, and it's so easy to just do a drive through especially, like, during a pandemic. But my favorite coffee place is definitely Contra, which is a little coffee place down the street from us that's the best. Contra is amazing. It's like Starbucks isn't bad but I feel like sometimes they burn their coffee. I don't know how to explain it. I just don't like the way their coffee tastes. Now my next one because enough about you. Thank you. (laughs) My second one is that sweet potatoes are also disgusting. Yeah I do like sweet potato fries. No I, I can't. Listen I am very weird about food because a lot of the foods I also don't like I don't like because they're sweet. So like I hate sweet potatoes, I hate ketchup, I hate tomato soup, I hate barbecue sauce. All of those things, I hate them because they're sweet. I don't like honey, I don't like maple syrup. Yes, those are a lot of controversial opinions I just put out there, but I stand by them wholeheartedly. My dad almost bought me a shirt that says I put ketchup on my ketchup because I like ketchup so much. Ketchup literally makes me gag. Oh, it's so good. It's literally like you're just eating sugary tomato globs. But it goes so well with like hamburgers and hot dogs because they're salty. That's what ranch is for. That's weird. That's nasty. No, it's not. Why are you putting ranch (laughs) on something like that? That's like a common thing. To put on a burger? Yeah. Ranch or people will put mayo. I know the mayo, but not ranch. Yeah. I know about fries. Yeah, people put ranch on burgers. Not necessarily hot dogs, but... Oh, that scares me. I can't do that. I don't even like ranch that much. I love ranch. Like ranch, I could eat it with everything. This girl puts fries in her. She- <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my, okay, my, this leads into my other controversial opinion is that when restaurants don't 
although they usually have ranch on the side, if they don't have that, I will eat my fries with mayo, and it is good. That scares me. I barely put mayo on my sandwich. I love mayo. It's far superior to ketchup in every way. Wow. Also, the maple syrup thing, I feel like if you say that in New England, you'll get hunted down. It's too sweet. But it's so good for breakfast. No. I've had maple syrup in Canada, and it's still too much. It's too sweet. You just put nothing on your crepes? Yeah, I'll put, like, like peanut butter or Nutella. Or... Nutella's too sweet. I don't like Nutella. It tastes like sugar. You think that Nutella is sweeter than maple syrup, which is literally just, like, cornstarch and maple? But it has a certain flavor to it. I don't know. I feel like Nutella's just overly sweet. Maybe it's the hazelnut part. I think that you haven't had Nutella in a long time. I used to I used to actually hate Nutella. That was actually a controversial opinion of mine. I used to hate Nutella. And then I started going on set freshman year and like there's always Nutella on set, although not so much anymore because of COVID. And so like I just made myself like it. And I was like, wait, why didn't I like this before? We'll just have to force feed each other <laughs> these foods. <laughs> Five guys, a lot better than In N Out. Well, In N Out's just not good. See, I agree. In-N-Out is gross, especially their fries. Their fries taste like they're frozen and have been, like, fried from being frozen, if that makes sense. I swear they don't salt their fries, and that's the whole point. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously I've never had, like, a real burger In-N-Out, because I had never been there until college, surprisingly, even though I came to California all the time. And, like, I get the nostalgia factor, if that's why people like In-N-Out, but, like, their food is not good. It is funny to see the social media posts people make about In-N-Out the first time they visit SoCal. Yeah. Pizza is not that good. That hurts me. Unless it's pesto-based. See, it, it goes along with my whole thing about tomato-based sauces. I love real tomatoes, but anything that is not a real tomato, I hate. So, like, tomato-based sauces on pizza disgusting i love how we're the total inverse because i hate raw tomatoes minus salsa i guess see but i will i will try pizza when i go to new york and connecticut i will try some and i think i'll probably like it more connecticut has the best pizza new haven right where yale is it's a fact and it's true um what else do i have moe's is better than chipotle this is an east coast thing See, I think I might agree, but that's only because I don't really like Chipotle, and I didn't really like Moe's that much either. They were just okay. Yeah, I feel especially being here in Orange County, we have so many good taco places around us. It'd be a waste to go to Chipotle. If you want bad, cheap Mexican food, just go to Taco Bell. I personally think that water is the best beverage out of all of the beverages. Water is the best, but room temperature water is disgusting. Like, I hate it. Like, I can't drink it. Like, if I was dying on, like, desert island, I would, obviously. But, like, my water has to be at least a tiny bit cold. Like, it can't be warm and it can't be room temperature. Do people actually like tepid water? Yeah. Like, some people hate cold water. Isn't that the whole point of water? (laughs) I know. I don't know. I don't get it. So, my last controversial opinion about food, Emma is not going to love, but it is that Dunkin' is gross. At least their coffee. It is not good. That's just an assault on my character and culture, I think. (laughs) Yep. Emma loves Dunkin'. I love it, and it's more bang for your buck. For like three bucks, you get a massive medium-sized coffee that would cost double at Starbucks. Or I could just go to neither. Okay, so that concludes our food section. Now we're going to move on to film and television. Seeing that we are, this is all we talk about actually in our own personal lives as well. Okay, one 
This is for people who really like film. Deer Hunter, overrated. So is The Tree of Life, that Brad Pitt movie. I fell asleep during that one. (laughs) Okay, mine isn't directly related to film or television, but my first one is that Tom Holland is not attractive. I think he's kind of attractive, but I don't think he's as charismatic as people make him out to be. People are like, oh, he's so hot. I'm like, no, it looks like he's like got a frog in his mouth and he's not cute. Like, I don't know. He's not my vibe. I almost feel bad for him because I know he's trying to break out of the whole Peter Parker thing, which like he's still in Marvel and he's fine with that. And he did that film Cherry and it got horrible reviews. I also just don't think he's that great of an actor, but I've also only seen him in the two Spider-Mans, so I don't really have much to compare to. Yeah, similarly, I put down that I don't think Chris Hemsworth can really act that well. He just does the same role. Yeah. He plays hot buff guy who's kind of stupid. Yep, he's kind of a himbo. And it starts to lose his charm after a while. Yeah. Okay, so going along with the whole, is a celebrity hot or not? Personally, I'm not really attracted to Timothy Chalamet. I feel like he just kind of looks like a guy who would smoke pot in high school behind the bleachers. But he's a really good actor. He's really good. I think he's cute in Little Women. That's the only movie where I'm like, he's attractive, but I'm not attracted to him. And then I see him in Lady Bird and I'm like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't, there's, it's just like, maybe his head is too big. I don't really know what it is. His face, I don't know. His face is a little too angular. Here we go. This is what would make my TV professors mad. We need to get over The Sopranos. Like, The Sopranos is definitely good, and I've seen a couple episodes, and I know what they're talking about, but it's just about white mobsters. Yeah, I've never seen it, and I don't ever plan to. (laughs) It just doesn't appeal to me, and I feel like we need to stop shaming people for not liking what's considered classic TV. Because I, if you want to watch something with an anti-hero, there's more modern versions that are more interesting. I don't believe in classic TV because it's all about white men because women weren't allowed to be in anything. So. Exactly. Everyone talks about what are the four greatest shows and they say The Sopranos, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and The Wire. The Wire is different though because that's about, that has a more diverse cast, I guess. But it's just about men. I have seen a season and a half of Breaking Bad and it's just not clicking, guys. I don't understand. I really don't get it. On the contrary, I think that Gilmore Girls, which obviously has two strong female leads, has the best written dialogue in television history. My only counterpoint to that is The West Wing. Okay, so moving on to my next controversial opinion about film or TV. I personally do not think that sitcoms are funny. There are a very select few that I actually think are funny, but for the most part, I just think they're stupid. Yeah, I'm an avid sitcom fan to say the least. They're just not good at all. The only sitcom I really, really dislike is How I Met Your Mother. The only sitcoms I actually like are Arrested Development and... That's the only one I can think of. Wow. Arrested Development, first three seasons are pretty spectacular. I will say that. I haven't seen past that, so. Me neither. I'm too afraid to. (laughs) Yeah, that was my, I already said it. I hate How I Met Your Mother. I think it's terribly written. It's just a knockoff of Friends. It's about people who hang out at a bar instead of a coffee shop. It doesn't really scream original to me. I guess sort of going along with that, though, you think that the 90s, is was the best era for film or tv and i kind of agree with you i think it's definitely for one if you go back to sitcoms it was friends seinfeld will and grace so they had that power era i don't know 
teen films I think were really the best in the 90s. Actually, I think that I like the 80s the best. Okay, we know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I like the 90s films. I like Clueless. I like 10 Things I Hate About You. And then if you think about it, stuff like The Matrix and Fight Club were coming out. So I think it's a Titanic. It's just kind of a whole, it was iconic. Because Titanic is Not, just peak cinema. I just mean in terms of it's just, there's just so many iconic films I think that always people come back to. Okay, I have to say this one because in honor of it being his birthday on the day that we are recording this, I personally believe that Quentin Tarantino movies are bad. I think that they're way overhyped, especially in film school. Everyone thinks that Pulp Fiction is like the best thing ever. I do have to say that he is pretty good at writing dialogue, but other than that, I do not really enjoy his films. I've only seen Kill Bill. Oh my god. And the fact that it's two films blows my mind. I've only seen volume one because I thought the first film was about an hour too long. So there's literally, I think, a 30-minute fight sequence between Uma Thurman and Lucy Liu. And if you guys haven't guessed already, I don't like action movies. We, yeah, I guess that's a controversial opinion for both of us. We do not like action movies. They're so, I can't, you know what's a good one? National Treasure. Is that an action film? I'll give it that one. I guess it's an adventure. Okay, so for our next category in the pop culture realm, we decided to do music thoughts. Well, my first one is pretty controversial, I would say. I might get hate for this, but I think that Ariana Grande's voice is annoying. It's, um, she does, her voice is very breathy. Yeah. I like a couple of her songs, but they're more just... I don't even know if I actually like them. They're just kind of catchy. No, definitely same. Like, sure, some of her, like, Thank You, Next, it's not a good song, but it's a catchy song. The music video for that was probably better than the song. Yeah, oh, definitely, for sure. Yeah, she's, um, she's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like kind of going along with that, my second controversial opinion is that male singing voices are actually better than female singing voices. Although I do love Taylor Swift with my whole heart, and I do like a lot of female singers, but I don't know, I feel like male singing voices are just more pleasing to the ear. This is the most true opinion of all, and I don't know if a part of it's just because I'm a straight woman and there's something about having a guy singing to you. I don't know, maybe that's in my head. I don't know. I don't know, but yes. That's not how it is in my head. I'm not like sexually attracted to male voices. But Maybe I am, but <laughs> I know my sister feels the same way. She likes male voices better than female voices. Yeah, I don't think I even have a favorite female artist. So, well, mine is well, my favorite artist of all time is probably Taylor Swift. So, yeah, I guess I'm a bit of a misogynist, but I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. My first opinion I had is Harry Styles is a great musician. Love his music, but I don't know. We need to stop pushing him into being an actor. Yeah, I mean, he had one, like, sort of speaking role in Dunkirk, and he's like... I just don't understand how all of a sudden he's a leading man, and I know it's not nothing new. Now, I know that Justin Timberlake did the whole route, singer, became an actor, but it's not like he was doing... He did do Social Network, but he also did a lot of terrible rom-coms, like Friends with Benefits. Harry's just been thrust into Oscar land. I don't understand that at all. Like, he must be a really good actor, and we just haven't seen it yet. Because Dunkirk, he he didn't really do much. Oh, God, what if he's actually not that great in Don't Worry Darling? I don't know. Well, he got cast in something else, so he must be at least kind of good. 
Yeah, I don't know. I need to see. I need to see it. Okay, I haven't seen Dunkirk yet, so I guess I can't make my full opinion, but it's you just... You haven't seen Dunkirk? I don't like war movies. <laughs> but, yeah, but neither do I. Oh, well, I haven't and seen it yet. you saw 1917, so... Because that one was stylistically interesting. Oh, so was Dunkirk. Okay, I'll see it then. Anyways, Harry, I'm ready for you to just blow my mind with your new film, okay? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something I'm else. not... No! I know you were going to think that, and I didn't. <laughs> I'm a good person. Okay. Next, I don't know if this is really an opinion, but music nowadays, particularly pop music, is just meant for TikTok. I don't know what that means. It just, I mean, I feel as though pop music has turned into, the whole song doesn't have to be that great, but if there's a catchy 15, 30 seconds that a dance can be made to, then it's going to get popular. I just feel like pop music doesn't have the same sound that it used to. I know music evolves. It's just, if I feel like it's it's gravitating towards if it gets popular on the app, then they'll become famous. So that's all they make it towards. I feel like that's only true for a select few people. I feel like like Megan the Stallion and like Cardi B will maybe make music to like have it go viral on TikTok. But like now Horan and Taylor Swift aren't caring about the music they make going viral on TikTok, you know? True, but they're already established. I meant more along lines of you're new. Well, yeah, but that's just a totally different world. I guess so. I just feel the it just sounds kind of weird. I agree. Yeah. Music just sounds, I don't know how to explain it. It just sounds as though as long as you have a catchy 15 seconds, that's all that matters. And then people tune into the rest of the song and they go, it's not that great, actually. Well, isn't that the point of a chorus to begin with? I guess so. Next, boy bands get away with putting in minimal effort. Yeah. Last but not least, in honor of his new album, Justin Bieber is talented and I don't care. His new album is actually pretty good. I hate to admit it, but I've been listening to it a lot, and usually I do not listen to him at all. Peaches will be the song of the summer, and I'm standing by that. It will. It will. Ghost is my favorite. Give it a listen. Okay, so next up, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, driving, especially in Southern California. What is your first thought on it? I know what it is, but... Well, my first thought is that California drivers do not know how the F to get on a freeway. And it's actually extremely surprising considering you're basically going on a freeway to get anywhere. But it has gotten to a point where I get genuinely surprised when the car in front of me actually speeds up on the on-ramp like you're supposed to. Usually Southern California drivers will just stay going 40 and then try and like get over into merge into the lanes. I'm like, it's an on-ramp for a reason. You use it to speed up. And I'm not talking about when they have like their little stoplight thing on because obviously that's completely different. But like stop going 40 when you're getting on a freeway where everyone's going 75. Like I don't get it. It's so annoying how people will go onto the on-ramp and expect you to move for them instead of trying to merge. I don't know how to explain it. They'll just throw on their blinker and be like, all right, move yeah. for me. I'm like, speed up. I will yep. hit you so hard. Well, I will not, but <laughs> by accident. One time, Paris let me drive her car just at Anaheim. And I swear, I got cut off three times in the span of 10 minutes, and it wasn't even on the highway. It was just going through oh, yeah. side roads, and I don't understand how or why this no. is a thing. Oh, yeah. Orange County drivers are some of the worst drivers I have ever experienced in my life. And I'm used to, in Massachusetts, there's a stereotype of people being really aggressive and mean drivers. I can deal with that. I don't know what Orange County is, if they're aggressive or they're passive or they're just plain ignorant. 
they just don't pay attention. That's, that's what it is. They don't pay attention and they think that you should be paying attention for them, which doesn't even make any sense, but... This totally correlates with my top opinion. Don't put on your blinker unless you're moving. I know people who just put on their blinker and then they'll just wait until the there's like a gap to move into. Well, I was to let you have to let people know. Well, I know that, but I was taught look for the gap and then once you see it you put on your blinker and you start moving. Well, yes, but when you're in traffic, you have to put on your blinker early so that people know that you're trying to get in. No, that's I mean that's totally fine. I mean people who are just like on the highway driving down the highway and then they'll just look into the next lane, put on the blinker and then wait for a gap to start happening. I just mean like if you're in traffic, it makes sense. You're like, all right, I need to get over here, and then you wait. But if you're just randomly driving down a street, you should put it on as you're moving. Well, you put it on right before you right move. Right before you move. But I know people just put it on. I've honestly never seen that. I don't know what you're talking about, really, to be honest. Really? Okay. I know some people who will put on their blinker, and then they'll just kind of keep driving in the same lane until they see a gap form and start moving. I know people who, act, like, leave their blinker on or they just don't use it, and both of those annoy me. Yeah, those are both annoying. Just use it for as little time as possible instead of just throwing it on and waiting for people to move for you. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's an annoying habit. This one is a little bit random, but Jeep trucks are the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Like, you know the how Jeeps can have a truck bed in the back? literally so ugly if you have that car you're dumb like i don't care i don't care what your what your what kind of money you make you have poor taste <laughs> they look like you know when you're in second grade and you're drawing out what you think a car looks like that's what i feel like they, when you draw your pickup truck that's literally what they look like in the worst way possible that is a hundred percent right exactly all right finally if you don't go at least five miles above the speed limit I don't know. I go like 10 or 20. Yeah, um, Emma, I've never been in a car with Emma driving and I don't really want to anytime soon, but I usually go about five, five, five to eight, unless I'm like on a freeway and no one's there and then I'm going like 15 above. Exactly. Okay, it's just most people on the highways in Connecticut go about 80, so you gotta keep up. Well, isn't the speed limit higher there? Is it not 65 here? No, it is. I thought it was 70. I've heard of some places, like, on the East Coast that are, that are like, 70. Yeah, I've heard that, especially in Florida. One time, it's always dangerous when you're driving at 1, 2 in the morning, and it's just you and the trucks, because then I've accidentally gone, like, 100. Yeah. I'm just trying to get home. I'm like, oh, it says 100 on the speedometer. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, maybe not 100. 95. I think the fastest that I've ever gone is 88. I don't think I've hit 90, unless I just didn't know it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, why am I going that fast? Yeah, it was a total accident. Maybe not 100, 95. It was dark, okay? That makes it better, <laughs> Well, there was no one on the road. <laughs> oh, it was dark. I was just <laughs> driving 95. This isn't a common occurrence, I swear. It's only happened a couple times. So you're admitting it's happened more than once. Okay, once was coming home from a concert that was a state away. And okay, took... I don't want to know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a good know. driver. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, now, listen, we have a lot more controversial opinions. We have a whole list, but we're just kind of going to do rapid-fire random ones now. Okay, our first one that we've talked about before, LA sucks. Yep, I was just there a couple days ago. Still a lot of concrete. Nope, don't like it. Um, two, this is kind of specific, but people who post on Snapchat every night that they can chug beer, it's really not that cool. Nope, no one cares. 
Going along with that, I don't really think that Snapchat really counts as social media, but maybe it's just in the way I use it. Because I just use it to, like, talk to friends from, like, high school. Yeah, if you used your stories a lot, then definitely, but... I don't really use my Snapchat stories anymore. I mostly use my Instagram stories. I think it's so funny how everyone was like, Instagram's copying Snapchat stories. Now everyone uses Instagram stories a lot more because there's more to do. Yeah, I feel like, I guess this is the way I look at it, but my Snapchat is like way more personal than my Instagram. Like my Instagram is very curated. Like it is a highlight reel of my life basically. And I don't even post that much, but like stories I post fairly regularly. Where Snapchat, like... It's just kind of crackhead hours. Oh yeah, Instagram, I can pretend to have like the cool um, aesthetic. I live in Southern California. Snapchat's like, I'm depressed again. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, Halloween, boring holiday. Yeah, it's only fun if you're like dressing up as like a slutty cat and going to the bar or something, I don't know. And we didn't get that this nope. past year, so very bland. Um, yeah. I just remember me and Bentley watching SNL. Oh, what a dream. Yeah, um... Baseball's horrible to watch. Yes. Football's also pretty boring to watch. Although, like, high school football games are fun, you know? Like, because that's the spirit, you know? Yeah, the only sports I like to watch on TV are when the Olympics come around, because that's just carried and such, and then I like soccer. Basketball. But not college basketball. Only the NBA. And, you know, I really should be watching women's basketball, but I just haven't gotten into it. Makes sense. I will never take my husband's last name unless it's cuter than mine. Yeah, I wrote that one, and yeah, um, you know, Aaliyah, no one ever says it really right on the first try, but Jacobs is very, very easy. Yeah, like, Aaliyah Jacobs has been my name my entire life. Like, why would I just randomly give it up when I'm, like, 26 years old for some random man, especially if I'm, like, well-known as an editor? Like, no. Exactly. If there's a credit to my name, I wouldn't change it. However, while Emma is super easy, it's so popular, people love to butcher Hinchcliffe. But I feel like the Hinchcliffe makes it unique, you know, because everyone's named Emma. That's true, but even my professor just recently misspelled my last name for an assignment. I'm like, it's in front of you all day long. My prof- One of my professors literally pronounces my name wrong. Like, he just says it wrong. And I, I feel like it's too late to correct him because he said it right for like, it's a only once a week class. He said it right for like the first three weeks and then suddenly we had a guest speaker and I had a question and he called on me and he just totally said my name wrong. I didn't even know he was talking to me. Like, I sort of get it. I guess if he saw your name, but he already has said your name before. Aaliyah's a common name. Yeah, it's just the spelling that no one gets. They're like, Alea, Alia. He calls me like Elia or something really weird. My favorite is my dad loves to mispronounce your name even though I talk to him about you. It's not like he's <laughs> reading your name. I'm like, Dad, I have lived with her for years. Also the fact that we know that he listens to our podcast and we introduce ourselves at the beginning of each episode. So iconic. Also, I just don't understand why Hinchcliffe is so hard. Like, I get it's kind of weirdly spelled, but it's just Hinchcliffe. It's British. It's, I, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so for my very last one, I feel so strongly about this that every time I see one of these videos, I get so angry. But I hate when someone is recording like a surprise proposal. So this person is like hiding, obviously, because it's a surprise. And they record the back of the person who is getting surprised. Like I understand you're trying to not be seen, but you should plan better so that you can see the person's surprised face. Otherwise, I don't care about the video. 
So true. Like, I'm just <laughs> so passionate about that. It makes me so angry every time I see one. Yeah. No, that's true. I know. Where's the Where's the cinematography? <laughs> I guess for my last hot take, I am sick of YouTubers being covered by the media the way real celebrities are. Like, when I saw David Dobrik in the New York Times, I'm like, this has gone too far. I know. Like, I understand that he has quite the cachet on the internet with, what, 10 million subscribers? But, oh my god, he gets covered as if he's Brad Pitt. Like, I'm sick of this. They're not, they're just influencers. All they do is sell you garbage, like, vitamins or here's HelloFresh. Well, actually, my parents use that. It's quite good. But any, like... (laughs) Here's shampoo you should use or, like, deodorant. No, I'm going to Target. It's just, like, I can't believe that they have entered the same stratosphere as real hardworking, I guess not all servers are hardworking, but actors and such. I just, I can't get behind it and I never will. Me neither. Like, why do they make millions of dollars for, like, uploading a video once a week? Like, it's not hard. I edit videos every day. I don't make a million dollars. The blurring between YouTube and television slash film has just gone on too far. And I totally understand creative burnout and I understand when YouTubers take breaks and such. But do they not realize that actors are on set 12 hours a day as are the directors and the producers and they work just days and days and days a row? Like they don't just show up and magically an episode is done. Exactly. They're treating their five minute... Mm-hmm. videos with a little sponsor the same way a one-hour HBO drama is. Like, I just disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. So, that's my last hot take. Stop letting YouTubers think they're famous. That's a good one. That's a good final one, I think. I think so. Alrighty, well, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you don't agree with us, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a controversial opinion episode, so obviously our opinions are maybe a little controversial. So. And right. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AKTM Podcast. And you guys will hear some more from us next week. Talk to you then. Bye, guys. Bye.